praise the Lord. I want to thank you for tuning in to What Matters Most, Part 6. This morning, I want to bring your attention to 1 Kings chapter 12. In this chapter, we are going to discover two important characters, Rehoboam and Jeroboam. Rehoboam was a son of Solomon. Jeroboam was by no means affiliated with either of these men. Further, when we, before we got to chapter 12, we would have read where a prophetic word went out that Jeroboam would be made king of Israel. Solomon heard this, and of course, um, any father would want to ensure that their son is placed on the throne to succeed him. This was not to be the case. Solomon wanted to kill Jeroboam and ultimately Jeroboam fled for his life. So as we read, Jeroboam fled for his life and Rehoboam was anointed as king, not that he was a chosen. So I'm going to read from chapter 12, as I said, verse 3. So they sent for Jeroboam, and he and the whole assembly of Israel went to Rehoboam and said to him, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, Go away for three days, and then come back to me. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime. How would you advise me to answer these people, he asked. They replied, If today you will be a servant to these people and serve them and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your servants. But Rehoboam rejected the advice the elders gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. He asked them, What is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, Lighten the yoke your father put on us? The young men who had grown up with him replied, Tell these people who have said to you, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter, tell them, my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke. I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpion. Mm. We will be led to understand as we read that as a result of the advice that he took, from those of his peers, those who were younger, that it caused a split in the house of God. It caused a split with the tribes. Two of those tribes, they went to Rehoboam, the southern kingdom. Ten went to Jeroboam, the northern kingdom. 
what is interesting in this as we read people of God is the fact that uh, Rehoboam sought the advice of men who were with his father older than him and in those days and even today that we rely on those who have had um, some amount of wisdom have lived some amount of years and by no means suggesting that the younger generation doesn't have it but there is something that comes with experience you have lived a particular period of time you've gone through many experiences and therefore you can make godly choices based on the word of God and your experience godly wisdom Rehoboam as I said chose the decision of his peers and ultimately catastrophe happened I know that I have in the past made reference to similar content. What I also know is that whenever God sends a word, a similar word, a word that has already gone forth, it is for a particular reason. A friend of mine told me in the past, Dr. Laverne, she said, listen, if God sends a word, even if there's one person in the church that it is for, he is going to send it. Therefore, I know that this content, this sermon, these very same words, you have heard it before. Perhaps you heard it last week. Perhaps you read it in the word of God, not particularly this chapter, but you have heard it before. And so it is a reminder. Now, the, the, the thing that I want to ask you this morning is who are you listening to? And who is feeding into you? Who is guiding your life? Now, there is nothing wrong, as I said, with having uh, a younger group. But where are they in terms of the word? Where are they in terms of listening to the voice of God? What can they give to you that you can safely say that is objective? Because what we find is that sometimes individuals who are in certain position will seek the advice of those that are subjective and will ultimately feed into their ego. They do not want responses that are objective. They do not want responses that go against what they desire to hear. I heard a sermon recently on biblical friendship. And the man of God said that when you have biblical friendship, which is going to be a biblical relationship, what is going to happen if you are going in a particular direction? The biblical friendship that you have is going to stop you in your track. You may not like the way they do it. You may not like what they do. But when you come to your senses the next day, the next week, 
you are going to appreciate what they have done. Because biblical friendship, he said, would rather see you ruin. No, 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 no. Biblical friendship would not desire to see you ruin. Absolutely not. But biblical friendship would rather see you wound than ruined. Because when you are wound, it means that you can come back. You can rethink and you can now put yourself in a direction that is going to allow you to live the life and do the things that are honorable and pleasing. Now, if you desire a kind of friendship that would not steer you away from the decision that you are going to make, you're ultimately going to be ruined. Another thing that I came across from another preacher, he said that you cannot ask God to bless something that you have already chosen and made a decision. You cannot ask God to bless something that you have already chosen and made a decision. So I'm thinking about Rehoboam and in his mind, even though he went to the elders, he knew that he wasn't going to take their decision because he rejected it immediately. There was nothing in the text that indicated that said that he pondered on it. You think about Mary, when she heard these things, the word of the Lord said that she pondered on these things. So oftentimes you will find individuals who will come to us for a decision, a word of wisdom, and they will still walk away and make the wrong decision. It's because they have already concluded their intention and had no intention of taking a not even inch of what your suggestion is. We are going to understand that if we do not take decisions that are objective, we are going to ruin ourselves. Now, we need to have um, a group or an individual that we are accountable to. And we have been hearing that recent in sermons, accountable, that will say to you, no, and that they will hold you accountable for any negative decision that is going to ruin you. If you are in leadership position, then there ought to be a group that will say to you, this decision is not right. It's not godly and it's not going to yield or bear the fruit that is expected. If you have one person that you have committed accountability to, if that individual is always subjective, that's a wrong choice. That is a wrong choice. If you have a group that you have placed as accountable ones over you and they're always subjective, that's the wrong. If you never listen to any of their decision, reasoning, wrong attitude, wrong group. 
Today, I don't know what is it that God has already told you. What he has directed you at. I don't know. I don't know. I have made a decision that I will never release a word unless I'm absolutely certain that God gave it to me. Last night, I thought about the release of the podcast, which I usually do between Saturday and Sunday and the other midweek. There was some festivity going on on the street and there was a, you know, the noise volume. But as I lay there thinking about the podcast, it wasn't clear. This morning, about 7 a.m., it came to me and I got my phone and the necessary equipment ready. I did the podcast and for some reason, it got lost. Don't know where it went. And this is a second podcast that I had to do. And so I know that there is a word for someone. There is a decision that you have to make. And God has directed you with godly directive. But you are you have forsaken it. And as a result, you're still yielding the negative effect of it. Today, I'm encouraging you. Make the right decision. And so this podcast is titled Wisdom Versus Preference. If you prefer for your ego to be fed, if you prefer to continue to go in that direction, despite wisdom, you, my friend, is headed in the wrong direction. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you today. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. Thank you for sending this Rima word. And I pray, God, that someone will realize that this word came for him, came for her, that you love them. And if they desire to make the right decision, all they have to do is acknowledge where they are, ask for forgiveness, and you will forgive them and reshape them, redirect them, and realign them in the right decision. Father, you have great plans for all of us. Well, Father, we continue to yield the same result because we have not yielded to wisdom and accountability. Father, help us not to walk in the footstep and the spirit of Jeroboam, sorry, Rehoboam, but mighty God, that we will decide, almighty God, that when we go for directive, that it will be godly and will ultimately bear the fruit that we desire in jesus name amen thank you again for tuning in have a blessed day continue to share in jesus name